coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show, Mid-Buck and West Platt hook up with KCI Conference Championship implications on the line. Plus, this Friday brings the 100th meeting between Plattsburgh and Lathrop. We'll talk to both coaches coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast. It is the Week 9 pregame show. This is the second segment where we're talking about KCI and GRC football. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. It is the final week of the regular season. But before we get into the Week 9 schedule, let's go ahead and let's recap some scores from Week 8. Mid Buchanan was able to defeat Plattsburgh 56-7. East Buck over Lawson 41-18. West Platte over Hamilton 38-29. Lathrop with their second win of the season, 49-7 over North Platte. Paul, uh, Milan beats Polo 17-8. Gallatin all over Trenton, 37-6. South Harrison shuts out Princeton, 48-0. And then Maysville over Putnam County, 51-8. That is your Week 8 scores. We're going to preview everything with Week 9 here in just a minute, including district standings and the Week 9 schedule that will be coming up right here on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show. And welcome everybody back to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show. We're going to run down three district standings real quick in Class 2. And in Class 1, we're going to kick it off in Class 2, District 8. Pembroke Hill leads the district with a 5-3 record. They're just over 45 points at 45.27 points. Richmond has a better record than them at 7-1, but are .02 points behind Pembroke Hill in the district there. That very well could change in the coming in the coming days. St. Michael the Archangels at 5 and 2. They're at the third spot. Hogan Prep is 4 and 3. Lathrop is at 2 and 6 and at the fifth spot. Lexington is 2 and 4. They're at the number 6 spot and rounding out at the seventh spot is Lawson at 2 and 6. Class 2 District 7. Five teams tied with a 4 and 4 record. Here's how the district standings play out. At the number 1 spot it's at it's the Maryville Spoofhounds. Second it's Palmyra. Third is Macon. Fourth is Trenton, and then five is Brookfield. Those are all the four and four teams in the district there. And then rounding out the district is Clark County with a one and seven record. In class one, it is class one district eight. Mid Buchanan still undefeated. They are the top of the district there with an eight no record. East Buchanan and West Platte are both tied with a seven and one record. However, East Buchanan does hold the advantage with their week five victory over the Blue Jays. So East Buck is number two. West Platte is number three. University Academy is at number four at five and three. Wellington Napoleon is at four with his four and two record there at the five spot. Carrollton, despite being 0-7, is at the sixth spot. Plattsburgh is at the seventh spot with a one and seven record. And then North Platte rounds out the district with an 0-8 record. In class one, district seven, Hamilton leads the district with a five and three record. Gallatin and Polo are both tied at six and two. In the overall, but Polo will hold the advantage if that does come down to a tie. But Polo did defeat Gallatin back in week four. Milan and South Harrison are at the four and five spots with a four and four record. Milan does hold the one on one advantage over South Harrison. Maysville is at the sixth spot with a three and five record. Putnam County's at two and six at the seventh. And then running out the eighth spot is Princeton. They are 0 and 8 on the regular season. Heading into the schedules here for the KCI Conference starting out. It is Mid McKinnon at West Platte. That will be the t- matchup this week. Excuse my voice there for a second. Mid McKinnon is 8 0 overall. They are 6 0 in the league, while West Platte is 6 1. It was actually, they're 5 1 in the league 
eight and seven and one overall. Blue Jays have an opportunity with a win over Mid Buck to clinch a share of the KCI conference. East Buchanan can, can guarantee themselves a share with a Mid Buck loss also. So it could very well come down to a three-way tie there in that district. We had an opportunity to talk to both Coach Fritz and Coach Newstead ahead of this huge matchup. We're going to kick that off by talking with the head coach of the Mid Buchanan Dragons, Aaron Fritz. It is the final week of the regular season here on the Clip Notes podcast, and uh, we are previewing the big game between Mid Buchanan and West Platte this Friday night. We are here with the head coach of the Dragons, Aaron Fritz, is back with us for another week. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, my man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We're getting closer to playoff football. Um, districts are around the quarter, but before that, we got one more week. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But, Coach, last week, um, 56-7, to your team beat Plattsburgh on Friday night. Not only did your team um, have a dominant offensive and defensive performance, you having to catch a ball on the sideline, too. So, um, Coach, just walk through the game. Well, I, I, you know what, man? We played without Rollins, and, and Blake Hunter stepped in at quarterback and did a nice job. And I thought our O-line did a nice job of protecting him. And, and we tried to build some things that made him successful up uh, – playing quarterback with our way we were doing stuff and I thought that went really well and and our kids just went out and executed especially offensively I thought we did a really nice job you know uh, we had one turnover which I think Blake would like to have back but other than that I don't think we really had any issues on much outside of just learning what we were doing um, defensively we had one breakdown that, that led to a score but other than that I thought we were really good there too and special teams wise I thought we did a really really nice job so um, great team effort that, that night you know uh, stepping up when somebody's down and and uh, everybody got to play, and it was just a great night for us. And I'm very happy to get out of there with a win. Coach, uh, another tough road game in the KCI. Um, big, big time implications in the KCI. Um, Coach, uh, on the road this week to Weston to take our West Platte. The Blue Jays just coming off a win over Hamilton last Friday night. Uh, Coach, uh, your thoughts on uh, what you've seen on film from West Platte, and um, what can we expect from this game on Friday? Well, what you can expect from West Platte, man, is a physical brand of football. You know, they're going to line up under center. They're going to line up in the eye. They're going to line up in the uh, wing tee. They're going to line up in the T formation, and they're going to run the ball right at you. They're not going to worry if you know it's coming or not. They're going to run it at you. They're going to try to tell you to stop it, and they're going to see what you do. And what makes it even tougher is their quarterback's back now, and uh, they can catch you on a couple pass plays if they want to and hit you over the top. So it just makes it very difficult to defend. Um, defensively, Packers go when you see something, they get downhill, they go hit you in the mouth, and they get lined up to do it again. It's just a very good style of football. Um, Coach Newstead, Coach Swope, and all those guys are doing a great job, and those kids are playing with confidence. Um, we're going to have to come out. We're going to have to play physical, fast. Uh, we we got to make sure we're having fun. That's a big thing, too. you got to have fun, but we got to be focused, man. And if we come out focused and, and play our keys and do what we're supposed to do, We'll give ourselves a chance. But if we don't come out focused and we don't come out playing physical, they're going to run right over us. So it's going to be very important that we do the little things right and give ourselves a chance to even go out and compete. Well, Coach, I'm definitely very excited. This is a huge game, like I said, once again on Friday night. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Coach. And uh, once again, and good luck to you guys on Friday against West Platte. Cliff, we appreciate it, buddy. Always appreciate your coverage of us and everything you do for high school football. And I enjoy talking to you every week, my man. Thank you. That was Mid Buchanan head coach Aaron Fritz. Next up, we have West Platte head coach Jim Newstead joining us here on the podcast. Talked about last week's big win against Hamilton and a look ahead 
to this week's huge game with Mid Buchanan. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. We're continuing on here with the Week 9 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the West Platte Blue Jays, Jim Newstead, is back with us. Coach, how are you? Doing good. Thank you. Well, Coach, um, your Blue Jays coming off a 38-29 to physical ball game over Hamilton. To put yourselves in in the driver's seat for a chance maybe to tie for a conference championship, which we'll talk about here in just a few minutes. But, Coach, um, just um, recap the game against Hamilton for us. Well, it was kind of a crazy game for sure. I mean, it, it was exciting as can be. Uh, we didn't do so well defensively the first half. Well, we gave up 300 yards of offense in the first half. Tucker Ross, Ross, I think, had 280 yards rushing in the first half and 50 yards passing. So we had some struggles in the first half, but thankfully our special teams and our offense kind of kept us in the ball game. Uh, Trent Taylor had a kickoff, uh, kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, Trent Taylor going 40 seconds into the half. Uh, Penny had just scored with 40 seconds left, so we are down by 12 points there. And Trent Taylor... Uh, caught a 75-yard pass from our 20-yard line to get us down in scoring position, and then we ran the ball in there. So we ended up coming in at halftime with only a five-point deficit, which really kind of helped us. We made some adjustments at halftime. We changed our defense a little bit, changed a little bit of personnel. We ended up holding Ross to only 50 yards of offense in the second half, so they held him a scoreless second half. We capitalized on some fourth-down conversions. We were three-for-three on fourth-down conversions. All three of them were touchdowns, so that was a big night for us. I just really excited about our kids' resilience in the game and be able to take a beating in the first half and come back and find opportunities and not have our dauber down and get ready to play the second half. And uh, it was an exciting second half for us, and we really enjoyed it. Well, Coach, with that win on Friday night, you guys set yourselves up for an opportunity to clinch a share of the conference championship. Um, a victory over Mid Buchanan will get you that, but. Um, we, I think we both know how tough of a team Mid Buchanan is. Um, they've been really one of the staples in the KCI for the past several years. But, um, Coach, um, talk about what you've seen on um, film from this year's version of the Dragons, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Well, I know they had a heck of a team last year, and they, have, they haven't gone down much in this year. I mean, I might say this or that, but they are still a very fast ball club. Their offensive line, defensive line get off the ball well, and they're quick. Uh, the Rollins kid at quarterback and the Blake Hunter kid at quarterback who was playing. Both of them are really fast. Uh, Xavier, Arm- I can't pronounce his name, Armbula, I think this is how you say his name. Xavier, number five, is really fast. They've got some good linemen and good linebackers. Number 50, Gage Burns, is a great athlete. Uh, they're going to give us some fits there on offense and defense. It's going to be a game where can we slow down their offense a little bit and then can we control the line scrimmage on our offense. If we can control the line scrimmage a little bit and take some time off the clock in our patient offense and slow their defense down, then we're going to give ourselves a fighting chance in this ball game. Coach, it's going to be a real exciting game, and Weston, that's definitely uh, one of the one of the games I'm definitely looking forward to on Friday night. Um, thank you so much, Coach, for uh, joining us for the second straight week, and uh, good luck to you and your boys on on Friday against Midbuck. I appreciate it. We're excited. We're excited for the opportunity. We're excited we got ourselves in this situation. So I appreciate your coverage, and uh, thanks for everything. That was West Platte Blue Jay head coach Jim Newstead. Remember, Buck and West Platte this Friday night. The next matchup that we're going to take a look at is East Buchanan against North Platte. Bulldogs are 7-1 and one on the season. 
While North Platte is 0-8, the Panthers of North Platte will be looking to get their very first win of the season, while East Buchanan with a win and a mid-Buchanan loss can submit themselves with a three-way tie in KCI. We had an opportunity to talk to the head coach of the Bulldogs, Dan Ritter, talked about their game last week against Lawson, and a look ahead to this week's matchup with North Platte. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. This is the last week of the regular season. It is the Week 9 pregame show, and we are here with the head coach of the East Buchanan Bulldogs. Dan Ritter is back with us. Coach, how are you? Very good, sir. Well, coach, um, last week um, rebounded off a tough loss to Mid-Buchanan the week before to um, pick up a 41-18 win over Lawson at home. Last home regular season game for the regular season, Coach, uh, just walk through the game. Yeah, the game started out about how you'd expect. We were able to run the ball and, and pass the ball pretty well, and we, get, we jumped out to a 14-point lead. We did have a punt block, which didn't help us much, and uh, gave them the ball on the 10-yard line, but our defense stepped up and kept, held them to a field goal. So we went into halftime about 28-3. Uh, we raised that score to 14, or sorry, 41 to, I think, 11. And then we uh, we started putting some, some younger guys in to see what they could do. Final score, 41-18. It, it was a good game for us. We, we got back on the horse as far as offensively. And uh, we, we did some good things defensively as well. So all around, it was a, it was a pretty good night for us. Uh, Lawson's a good team. Uh, they're well coached. So anytime you come away with a win against Lawson, you can't feel too upset about it. So. Well, Coach, um, you're going to have the opportunity um, this week, uh, like I mentioned last week of the regular season, to end it in style. Um, road game at North Platte. Um, Coach, just um, what you've seen on film as far as uh, the Panthers and uh, what can we expect on Friday? Oh, sure. I know, I know that North Platte is well coached. I know three of their coaches uh, personally, and, and they all know what they're doing and they have some good young men, and, and they'll be ready to go on senior night. I know those seniors will be ready to go, and everybody else will be playing hard for them like like we play hard for our seniors on senior night. So we're expecting the Panthers' best punch, and I expect them to be well coached and have a good game plan. So we're going to come out and do our best to be prepared uh, so that we can possibly come away with a win on Friday night. Well, Coach, uh, I want to thank you so much uh, for your time all season long. It's been a pleasure to um, – cover East Buchanan football for the regular season. Um, next time we're going to be talking, um, we're going to be in district. So look forward to that. Um, good luck to you guys this week against North Platte. Thank you, sir. Thank you for covering us. Thank you so much, Coach Ritter, for coming on the podcast once again. Um, also on the schedule here is Hamilton on the road at Lawson. That should be a big game for the Hornets. Hornets are Five and three on the season, looking to get back on the horse after beat after that loss to West Platte last week. Also, Lawson looking to get their third win of the season. The next matchup that we're going to be taking a look at, the final one of the KCI, is the 100th meeting between Plattsburgh and Lathrop. We had an opportunity to talk to both head coaches, and we're going to kick that off by talking to the head coach of the Plattsburgh Tigers, Brandon Boswell. And we're here on the Clip Dust Podcast. We're continuing on here with our Week 9 pregame show. We have the head coach of the Plattsburgh Tigers back with us. Brandon Boswell's back for a second time. Coach, how are you? I'm good, Clifton. It's it's good to be back, man. Always enjoy talking to you. Absolutely. Uh, very, very likewise. 
Very, very likewise, Coach. Um, unfortunately, um, last week, um, you guys ran into a bus stall that was known as uh, Mid Buchanan. Um, 56 to 7 was the final score. Um, Coach, just uh, talk about um, your thoughts on the game. Well, I, yeah, I mean, unfortunate uh, is the right is the right word to use there, Clifton. I mean, um, they're a really, really good football team, well deserving of their number two ranking in in the state in Class One football. Um, you know, I just hats off to Coach Fritz over there and what he's been able to do with that program in the last few years. Um, you know, their kids play really hard and and they're really fast and very physical. So. Um, you know, it, it was a tough game for us. You know, where we're at right now uh, in our program is is we've got some injuries. You know, Isaiah Howard's been out uh, for a few weeks now with a, a shoulder injury that he um, staying in, in the East Buchanan game. And so we've had to move Brock Stagel to quarterback, which he's done a good job. I think the biggest problem is that now Brock Stagel is not a receiving threat down the field. And so uh, it just doesn't make us as as um, dangerous as we once were. Uh, you know, we we were missing the starting tackle and Gabe Rainwater uh, with a concussion. Um, you know, we're and we're just a little beat up and bruised. And you know, so behind our starters or really with some of our starters, they are young kids um, that just don't have a lot of experience. And so. Um, that's just where we are. That's the reality of where we, where we're at as a team. Um, but you know, we can't, we can't just feel sorry for ourselves. You know, we've got, we've got to continue to grow and try to define success in our own terms and look for, look for areas to improve and focus on and not make things too hard. But, um, so no Friday's game, it, it was difficult starting out. We, we got the ball and we went three and out right away. Um, we struggled to move the ball, uh, either running or throwing and, and mid buck really lined up with, um, seven guys in the box and played cover zero or they, you know, had six played, played cover one and, and, uh, just made it real difficult on us, you know, made us pretty, pretty one dimensional in that, uh, they said, you're going to have to throw the ball to beat us. And, and, um, you know, we, we, uh, just couldn't couldn't complete passes or give our quarterback enough time to to throw the ball. So, uh, but we did. We had a, a seven play scoring drive in the in the second quarter around the the six minute mark. Um, you know, it started with just a five yard completion to Nathan Bash, and then and then Brock had a had a forty six yard run after that, where Mid Buck, their uh, force player, um, <clears throat> he peeked inside of our of our offensive tackle and we were able to get him hooked and Brock uh, was flushed out of the pocket and just had a lot of room to run because they're playing man coverage. So their, their, um, their corners and safeties had their backs turned. So that was a big deal. Then we faltered a little bit. We ended up facing like a fourth and eight and, but we were able to hit bash on a, on a um, 15 yard uh, pass and, and, uh, you know, and then he finished it off with a one yard, with a one yard touchdown run on the next play, you know, behind, you know, again, I said, we're playing young kids uh, behind uh, a sophomore center and a sophomore, um, sophomore guard. Um, And, uh, you know, so we, that was really 
about all we were able to accomplish in the game. Um, we did we did manage to stop them on a fourth down at one point two. Um, so our defense held there, but ultimately just um, just too much for us and where we're at as a program right now. Well, Coach, you're going to have the opportunity to um, get back on the horse and ride, as they say. Um, this week, um, you guys are on the road at Lathrop. It is the 100th meeting between the Tigers and the Mules. Um, Coach, just talk about um, what you've seen on film from the 2021 version of the Mules, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Yeah, um, well, you know, they they got a new coach, um, John Unrine, who I think was at Pleasant Hill previously as an assistant. Um, and, you know, he came in and uh, um, they started the season uh, with some more more spread sets offensively um, and, and some I-formation stuff. So, uh, but in the last two weeks against Lawson and North Platte, they've come out in a full house backfield. What we, what we would call kind of a wishbone formation um, with one tight end and a and a and a split out receiver. So uh, they've just shown the last couple of weeks that they're gonna run the ball down your throat. Um, and then once you once you stack the box on them to try to stop the run, they're gonna try to get to the edge, whether it's with the quarterback uh, boot um, or just any type of type of sweep there. So. Um, you know they they are they're flying high right now. You know, two coming off two wins, um, <clears throat> and and that that can be very dangerous. You know, we're we're kind of in the different boat. We've had a lot of losses in a row, um, and so you just you just gotta try to. You know, we're gonna encourage our kids that this is a winnable game. That it's just an opportunity to go play football and and grow as a team, and so. Um, that's kind of what what we say to them and encourage them in that way. Um, defensively, Lather does a good job. They're pretty big up front. Um, we primarily run a 3-4 defense where, uh, you know, they're three down linemen, uh, good size, and and they have decent speed on the on, at their four techniques. Um, I've got a couple inside linebackers that are pretty impressive. They move well, and they're hard to block. Um, they read and dissect uh, the offense, so um, you know that's we've just struggled to run the ball inside all season, and so you know we're 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 not uh, abandoning that. We're gonna keep trying to to do that. Uh, just try to uh, simplify some things and block it better. So we're hoping that 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 will come or yield some fruit, so to say. But in the secondary, uh, they're predominantly a too high too high safety look, uh, play some, quite a bit of cover four. Uh, and then, um, you know, so what we do is we like to spread it out and run and spread it out and throw. And so we'll just try to look for weaknesses to attack and, and, and go about it that way. But no, definitely, they're definitely a dangerous team right now. And, you know, when kids get to win, uh, it helps build a lot of confidence. Well, Coach, uh, it's definitely going to be a big one in Lathrop this Friday night. Um, I want to thank you um, so much for um, coming on the podcast once again, and um, it's a pleasure getting to talk with you. And uh, good luck to you and your boys on Friday against the Mules.
All right. Thanks, Clifton. It's always a pleasure to talk to you too, man. We'll talk to you later. That was Plattsburgh Tiger head coach Brandon Boswell joining us. Now, the next interview that we got is for the first time this season, we have the head coach of the Lathrop Mules with us. First-year head coach John Unrine joins us here. We get to know Coach a little bit. He walks through her coaching career, talks about his season so far at Lathrop, and a look ahead to the 100th meeting between the Mules and the Tigers this Friday night. And we're here on the Cliff Dose Podcast. Uh, it is a big game on Friday night. It is the 100th meeting between the Plattsburgh Tigers and the Lathrop Mules, and we have the head coach of the Mules with us. John Unrine is, co- is joining us for the first time this season. Coach, how are you? I'm great, Clifton. Thanks for having me on, and thank you for everything you do for high school sports. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you on. Um, Coach, before we talk about the big game on Friday, um, since you're a first-time guest on the podcast, um, I want to kind of dive into your coaching career a little bit. Um, Talk about your coaching career and um, your stops along the way and how you got here to Lathrop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My coaching career and teaching career started in 1998 at Blue Springs High School. Uh, Bob Beatty was my first head coach, and after success at Blue Springs, he went on to uh, coach at Trinity High School, the nationally known high school there in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, I was fortunate enough to have my second head coach be Kelly Donahoe, and I learned a tremendous amount from Kelly, not only as a football coach, but as a human being and as a role model and as a leader and leadership and what that's about, and then from there, I was able to uh, get a job with Smithville High School. Uh, became the varsity offensive line coach there under head coach Greg Smith um, and was able to enjoy success there with Greg Smith. Uh, My current athletic director, Andy McNeely, was on staff at Smithville during my time there with Greg. And uh, our friendship and relationship grew from there. Uh, Learned a tremendous amount about leadership and toughness and competitiveness and a lot of other positive things when it came to football there. and then I followed Coach Smith when he went to Pleasant Hill and uh, worked with him at Pleasant Hill and had success there as well. Uh, from from there, um, I've been involved with our family business for the last couple of years before getting back into teaching and coaching this year at Lathrop and uh, interviewing for the head coaching job and accepting the offer there. And it's been a, it's been a sweet ride so far. It's been full of challenges and a lot of rewards. And so far, the rewards have outweighed the challenges and um, looking forward to this Friday night and our 100th matchup against the Plattsburgh Tigers. Well, Coach, let's talk about um, the 2021 season. Um, you guys had a very challenging start to the season, as you, as you said. Um, started 0-6 on the season. But you can, then you guys rallied back to win your last couple games against Lawson and North Platte. Um, Coach, just talk about um, your guys' 2021 season so far. You bet. Um, We don't get to make the schedule, but we definitely are willing to line up and play it. Uh, There's a phrase we use with our kids and our staff a lot, and that's steel, sharp, and steel. And the the best place to be is where expectations are high, because it's a good way to measure where you're at and where you need to be. Um, The KCI conference is loaded with good coaches and loaded with good high school football talent that, in my opinion, doesn't get enough recognition or credit or as much as it probably should. Uh, we came close to breaking through a couple times early in the season. Savannah, week two, we lost six to nothing. And then week six, we lost to uh, West Platte, 14 to seven at their place. Um, both times, it was scores late that undermined our success. Um, we were close to knocking down the door um, those two weeks out of the six we played and uh, would get nice compliments from opposing coaches before and after the game. But 
um, those are nice and you know they're sincere and uh, you take them to heart but uh, kind words only go so far and football is not about moral victories it's uh, the most honest sport I know because it it rewards what needs to be rewarded and does not what does not need to be rewarded. In the last two weeks against Lawson and against North Platte, um, we've executed well and taken care of our responsibilities and um, showed a lot of heart and a lot of fight, especially in the win against Lawson, one of our biggest rivals, and uh, have been able to turn things around. And the biggest reward has been getting to see uh, the looks on your kids' faces um, after victory, especially kids who have endured as much as our senior class has. Um, it had been almost one calendar year since they had won on a varsity football field um, prior to beating Lawson, and for those kids to endure and continue to show fight and then have the heart to finish that game and win, um, it's meant a lot, and I've enjoyed my time with the senior class, and and uh, we're, we have high expectations, high expectations for them heading into the home stretch as well. Well, Coach, um, let's talk about um, this week. Um, you guys have an opportunity this week to – Make that winning streak into three. Um, we talked about it. You talked about it. Um, it is the 100th meeting between Plattsburgh and Lathrop, longtime rivals. Um, you're going to be um, facing another first-time coach on the other sideline and Brandon Boswell and his Plattsburgh Tigers. Um, coach, just talk about um, your thoughts on this rivalry and uh, what you've seen on film from Plattsburgh and what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Sure. Um, it's the bragging rights for Highway 116 uh, that separate the two towns. Um, we're thrilled that we get to play the game on our home field, on our home turf, and our home stadium, and have our crowd on the home sideline when it happens. Um, there's nothing better that could um, take place than that um, for the start of the game to unfold. Um, in regards to Plattsburgh and, and what we see on film from them, defensively, number 75, their nose tackle stands out. He commands attention. Um, you better have him blocked, and sometimes you better have two hats on him to get him blocked because um, when he's motivated, and he usually is throughout the course of the game, uh, comes off the ball hard. He's a big kid, and um, he, he's interested in creating havoc in the middle of middle of your attack. And uh, we have to account for him and do a good job against him. Um, offensively, Coach Boswell has done a good job with the spread offense in his first year there. Uh, their shotgun spread, they run four wide and trips formations predominantly. Um, they'll use the option game with their two quarterbacks they have that are good athletes and try to get you on the perimeter and make you play disciplined football and see if you can't make a mistake and that they can't either avoid the pitch or make the pitch and see if they can't get into open space and try to make you pay with that. And passing wise, um, they don't, they don't run pick routes because I'm an offensive coach as well and I wouldn't call it a pick route, but they do run some rub routes where they try to get people open and get people into space, uh, with their offensive attack and, you'd better account for that and have a plan of attack of how you're going to operate in space um, when an opponent tries to do that to you so they can't create a mismatch against you. Um, up front, we have to take care of business with our offensive line and get a hat on a hat and execute our blocking schemes. Um, offensively, it can't be 10 out of 11 executing for us or 9 out of 11. It has to be all 11. Um, 9 out of 11 or 10 out of 11 would be a good uh, score on a test or a quiz, but in the classroom of football, it's not good enough, and it has to be 100% consistently. And if uh, we end up doing that offensively, we feel good about the position we'll be in heading into the fourth quarter in the game. And uh, defensively, not only do we have to play assignment football against their option, which we've prepped for this week, but you had better not fall asleep in the backfield and the secondary as a safety, and you have to have focus every down and not take a down off if you're in coverage as a linebacker or a cornerback. And 
that's the challenge we've posed to our kids and spent time on in practice this week and rep the heck out of it and held them accountable. And we're at the point of the year where we're pushing our senior class and our upperclassmen to hold their classmates accountable um, on the football field. So the voice isn't just one-sided. And so um, it's understood that that is the expectation across the board. That way it's not their team or our team. It's everyone's team. And that's the direction we're headed in going into a week nine. Well, Coach, um, I want to thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast. Um, this is a real exciting game on Friday. I'm really looking forward to it. And um, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice. And good luck to you guys on Friday night against Plattsburgh. No problem, Clifton. Keep it rolling, and we enjoy what you do. Thank you. That was Lathrop Mule, head coach John Unrine. Thank you so much, Coach, for coming on the podcast for the very first time. A reminder, 100th meeting between Plattsburgh and Lathrop this Friday. Now we got some games in the GRC to run down real quick. Gallatin is on the road at Princeton. Maysville is at Milan. Polo is at Putnam County. And Trenton is at South Harrison. That will round out the schedule for the Grand River Conference. Thank you so much for um, listening to this portion of the podcast. That will do it for segment two of the weeknight pregame show. In our third and final segment, we run down everything eight-man football, including the big matchup between Stanberry and Worth County. Stay tuned for that episode. That will be coming up real soon.